I'm Heidi Harris coming to you live from Washington, D.C. It's the Federation for American Immigration Reform's annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire. We've got 62 talk show hosts from all over the country back here, and we are getting answers on the immigration situation. Bob Danes here, spokesman for the Federation for American Immigration Reform. What an event and what an exciting time to be talking about immigration. Uh, it certainly is. I mean, listen, uh, we didn't have an election back in November. We had a veritable earthquake. Yes, we Particularly did. on this issue because it, it collapsed all of these faulty foundations upon which the cultural elites have been dictating our immigration policies, legal immigration, illegal immigration. The president has gotten off to a pretty good start uh, a few months ago. Things have slowed down. The onus is now on Congress to pick up the game. Yeah, well, certainly Trump's got some good ideas, but once again, he's realized, I think, once he got into everything, that he couldn't do everything, right? Once you're, I mean, I, everybody just says things on the campaign trail that they can't necessarily implement, and I think he's realizing that, wait a minute, not everybody's on board, which doesn't mean he's giving up, but it just slows things down. He's, he's actually done almost everything within his statutory right. executive authority exactly. to do, which now means that Congress has to step up the game. Executive uh, action is good. Uh, but the gold standard is lasting legislation. You know, it's amazing. It, um, on years, President Obama usurped the uh, congressional authority to regulate immigration uh, with imperial amnesty edicts and ratcheting down enforcement with, with the stroke of a pen. Which were against the law, obviously, as you mentioned, against he the had, law. He had no statutory authority to do that, mm -hmm. and the media applauded him. At, wor at, at best, they were silent. Now... Back in uh, January and February, the president took some pretty decisive executive actions on immigration, and the media is just out for blood. The yeah. media is one of the reasons the immigration reform agenda has slowed down a little bit after those executive actions is clearly the media is trying to keep the president and his administration on complete defense because their ultimate goal is to topple the, the president. Right. The president, I think, Heidi, needs to exert not only strong executive leadership at the White House throughout his administration and his cabinet, but he needs to provide strong executive leadership to Congress, too. You know, sort of LBJ style. LBJ was as much the president at 1400 Pennsylvania Avenue as he, as he was in charge of Congress. You know, I don't agree with everything LBJ did, but he, he got his agenda done. And... President Trump could certainly take some lessons from that, because if he doesn't, Ryan in the House and McConnell in the Senate, they feel that they are the original rightful owners and architects of our immigration policy. They're the professional elitist class. They've been here long before Trump. They're going to be here long after Trump leaves, so they're going to try to delay, obstruct, and otherwise... Uh, um, sabotage Trump's immigration reform agenda. That's amazing. We're speaking with Bob Dane from the Federation of American Immigration Reform. What's interesting to me about the illegal immigration issues, I know the Democrats want voters. I get all that. But even if the Republicans should understand how we have to stop the illegal immigration, because even if if you made everybody legal, everybody in America had the same rights, these workers all the same rights, immediately they would be able to get insurance, they would be able to file for OSHA claims and all that kind of stuff. And they've got to understand that that's not going to solve the problem, because then we're going to have to have another group of people, cheap labor that some people are relying on, to come into America. So it, it doesn't even make sense what they're trying to push. Yeah, it, it, it makes no sense. And, and, and you're right, the immigration issue... Uh, the chaos that we have in the system has always been caused by two 
two ends of the spectrum, one big business looking for cheap labor, and the Democrats primarily looking to alter the electorate with low-skilled, heavily government. That's it. It's in a nutshell. You know, look, we've got this massive population surge that we have an inability to keep up with. Uh, It's fueled about 80% by population. Uh, We have an excess amount of workers in the economy, so you've got stiff competition for jobs, downward pressure on wages, a mounting welfare base, Increasing national debt, rapid cultural change that just makes us dizzy. $52 billion a year just in educating kids who shouldn't be here. I understand that's a Supreme Court decision, but still $52 billion a year. We could do a lot with our American education system if we weren't educating illegals. Yeah, I think we need to do a few things. We need to, first of all, we need to identify the true purpose, the identifiable national purpose of immigration. I've often said, you know, if you ask somebody what the national defense policy is or the the objectives of the Food and Drug Administration, right. they can, you know, keep food safe and right. keep our homeland safe. Right. So if you go up to Capitol Hill today and ask 99 out of every 100 Congress men or women, what's the purpose, what's the true purpose in the national interest of immigration? You'll hear crickets chirping. Right. So job one is to identify the national purpose. It's for our broad national uh, uh, purposes. Better equilibriums between, uh, primarily between those who are looking for work and the available amount of jobs. Yeah. We need an immigration system that isn't based on chain migration. In other words, you don't get into the country just based on, on who you're related to, but what you're bringing into the economy. Thank you, because here's the problem. You know, the Statue of Liberty, as you know, says, you know, give me your tires, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. It does not say your huddled masses yearning to freeload. And the problem that we have, especially since the, uh, the welfare reform and all those kind of things have been passed, people used to be able to come here and they had to sink or swim. Our ancestors came here and had to actually work and survive. Nowadays, people come here and they don't have to do that, and that's what we can't afford. Well, and part of that is the proliferation of a diverse um, uh, pantheon of media where, you know, if you're speaking Spanish, you can go home and, and watch Spanish language uh, television and listen to radio and, and be clus- isolated in your own environment. Mm-hmm. By doing that, you're not doing your kids any favor because, we look, we've always had immigration. We're always going to have it, mm-hmm. but we have to have it at a rate where assim- assimilation is paces with the rate of immigration. Immigration can't exceed the pace of assimilation. We all succeed when immigrants succeed, but when we have too too much, then it all falls apart. You know what's interesting? Uh, for a while, I worked in Los Angeles, did radio there, and there's a particular. It's like a Lowe's or Home Depot or something in Burbank. And most of the people in Glendale, which is next to Burbank, almost all the people who live there are immigrants, and they are all. Um, I'm I'm going to mess this up. They're all from one particular place. Tony's going to Tony's going to email me. Where are they from, Tony? Yeah, Armenians. Glendale, California has the largest population of Armenians. Everybody, Y A N I A N. Okay, but you go to the Lowe's near there. Everything's in Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's not in Armenian. It's in Spanish. So we're coddling Spanish speakers because they're not stupid. Okay? They know how to read English. They can read, you know, what, what aisle has the paint on it. But we are coddling them, and we shouldn't have to do that because, in a way, we're insulting their intelligence. I haven't seen these signs in Armenian at the Lowe's. No, certainly. A shared language makes for more cohesive communities and more effective I- I- economies. Right. But that's just, you know, that's one sliver. We've got massive problems with immigration from the enforcement, from the uh, levels of it, from eight years of dismantling of immigration. That's why we're here today. We're participating and hold their feet to the fire. If you want to get politicians to see the light, you got you got to make them feel the heat. That's the way to do it. Thank you, Bob. We'll talk to you soon. Bob Dane from the Thanks. Federation of American Immigration Forum.